How many people do you think use Office 365 and Excel on a regular basis? Well, we're going to talk about how you can build a reporting system that is robust and strong and dynamic that allows you and your team to make better decisions on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Hey, this is Caleb, and you are listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. Behind the scenes and working with me is, of course, my teammate Tatsuya Murao. So how many people do you think, if you were to guess, use Office 365, and how many people do you think use Excel? Well, from the latest data that I have, over 1.2 billion people use Office 365. And so if I were to guess, that means that maybe 75% as a round number, 75% of Office 365 users would use Excel as an application within Office 365. So that comes out to 750 to 850 million people. That's near a billion people that use Excel on a, on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. So let's just say it's 750 million for reference. And so if 750 million people use Excel Why do they use it? And why is it so pervasive across entire industries, across the way we work, etc.? And I think it comes down to fundamentals. One of the fundamental reasons why is because in the beginning, when computation came out, spreadsheets were a very, very easy way to develop calculations, to show work, and to build reports. And so this reporting function made it so that the executives of any company could open up an Excel file, they could look at a report, and they could understand what was going on on a regular basis in their company. And this was something that that executives, that leaders were addicted to. And I will say addicted because it's really an addiction that anybody in managerial level used Excel to show why their work was important, why they were making progress, what problems they were having, etc. And what it allowed companies to do on a global scale was articulate their problems through math. And so even if you have people who, for example, weren't really that great at math, they could get on Excel, they could figure it out, and Sooner or later, they could get better at math and get better at explaining their logic through a spreadsheet tool like Excel. And so that's why it became so useful, in my opinion. There's probably a lot of other reasons, um, mainly because engineers, when engineers picked it up, it pretty much spread across the, the entire American industry. And so when engineers pick it up and consulting from pick up a technology, it spreads wildly. And and so a lot of multinational corporations that use Excel in the United States exported that to other countries. And that's why a company like Microsoft, who is essentially a hardware manufacturer for computers, became a software powerhouse that worked on and developed applications for consuming on a company-wide level. So it wasn't that consumers needed it outside of work, but it was Microsoft built the tools that were used for work themselves. And so Excel is really useful for a lot of things, I will admit. Excel is useful for doing ad hoc analysis. So when I talk about ad hoc analysis, what I'm talking about is that kind of analysis where you have a question in your head and you have some data, but you need to prove it out through, through math or through logic. 
An Excel spreadsheet is a really great way to do so um, in real time. So in the previous roles that I've had and other engagements, a manager or an executive or director would come and say, hey, I have this random question about the percentage of employees that do XYZ or the output increase if we make this decision, etc. And so it's a one-off kind of decision that needs to be made. And so Excel is very, very useful about showing in logical and mathematical terms how to arrive at a specific decision point based on the data and the calculations there. So it's really transparent when it comes to showing or at least it is more transparent in showing the kind of logic that you can build into making a decision. And so that's what Excel is really useful for. Now, as technology and as industries grow, we're now starting to aggregate more data. And tools like Excel are not as useful for aggregating large volumes of data. So it would be very, very difficult to aggregate on your computer in Excel a gigabyte worth of a data file. So if a text file is in a gig or half a gig or even 750 megabytes, there's no way you're going to, or there's not an easy way that you can import it into Excel and have it show in a quick, easy way. And so that's where other technology stacks are useful because they can help aggregate large volumes of data and then display them in ways and work and display them in ways that are more useful for big data sets. And so, as we've talked about before, if you have a big cloud platform that aggregates, let's say, terabytes worth of data, then that cloud platform can then pipe data through a data pipeline to a reporting tool that can show that data on a regular basis. And so while Excel is great for ad hoc analysis of a one-off decision based on given set of, of data that's not gigantic, then that's where Excel is very, very useful. Where Excel is becoming less and less useful and will be less and less useful in the future is with the use of a large volume of data that needs to come through on a regular basis. And that's what I mean when I talk about regular reporting. Excel is good for ad hoc analysis, but it's not as good for regular periodic reporting. So if you need a report as a leader on a daily, on a weekly or a monthly or quarterly basis, then you'd have to go through that whole process of aggregating the data, showing it, cleaning it, etc. if you're going to show it in Excel. Now, if you set up the right system and the right reporting system, then every day, you won't need a human on the back end to deliver that report for you. The technology is already there for you to be able to sit down, have your coffee, and be able to consume the most important information you need for work in the morning without waiting for anybody to del deliver that data. And often in some industries and in some applications, you need that data more than daily, right? Maybe you need it on a live basis, like every 15 minutes, every five minutes, et cetera. And that is where cloud computing, data pipelines, and having a robust reporting system can absolutely transform the way that you make decisions. So that when you see a change between 
8 in the morning and 9 in the morning, then you can make a decision that impacts the entire day and does not hinder progress at all. So if you base it on the cloud and you have a data pipeline, then the first thing you need to do to build a reporting system is choose the right platform or the right tool set. And there are a lot of different tools that you can use for displaying your data that can connect to a data warehouse or a data aggregation or data pool. And, and we can go into the details of the pros and cons of different tools and why to use them because that's one question I get often is, what tool do we use? What's important? What are the costs, etc.? And that's one of the first conversations we have. And so I will save that for another podcast. But I will just say that it's important that you choose the right platform to connect to the data, the data sets that you need on a regular basis. So once you choose the right platform or reporting tool set, then it's important to identify the reports that you need to upgrade. And this is getting into the the aspect of trying to replace the Excel reports that just need to be updated on a daily basis. These aren't the ad hoc reports, but these are the reports, the Monday morning reports, the the production reports, the, the on-time reports, whatever those reports are that you need on a regular basis. Those are the ones that you most likely want to replace because by replacing them, you can allow an engine or you can allow the technology to deliver that to you without having somebody spend a lot of time on the back end trying to deliver you a report. So in my experience, this can save, if you have a report that's automatically coming to you, you can save on average two to four hours a week, depending on how long it takes to generate a report. And so if it takes a human like an hour a day to create that report, well, you can save that time if you have the right systems in place to be able to deliver the the reports to you in in a way that that works for you and your company and your team. So after you identify the reports you want to upgrade, then you need to start the process of understanding how that report works, how the existing report works, and how you're going to replace it. And so if it comes down to we need different sets of data, or if it comes down to we have these calculations in this Excel spreadsheet that we need to translate into this reporting platform, then it's really, really important that you articulate all the things that need to be replaced and the steps that need to be taken to do so. And once you've done that, then you can build a plan of how to convert your current report into a, a more robust reporting platform or tool. So after that takes place and you understand what needs to be translated, then you can find somebody in your company or outside your company that can do that translation work or do that work of building the, the report in that new reporting tool. And, and often those reporting tools are very, very common or sync up with your existing platforms. So for example, if you're already using Microsoft Office 365, then a tool related to Microsoft would be something like Power BI that is already within Microsoft. If you're using technology in a technology stack that uses Macs or uses things that require a finer set of designs, then maybe Tableau is a better way to do so because of its properties when it comes to 
to developing the right graphs that you need. Other tools are definitely out there as far as Oracle or NetSuite or whatever or whatever platform you have, but choose wisely which tools you're going to use and how you want to translate those tools into that data platform. Because once you've committed to a data platform, the positive part is that it can automatically and it can be automated as far as the, the reporting process can be automated, but you're tied down to a specific tool set that now you need to train your team or those in your company to use and to refine and develop. And so after you've developed and, and you've developed that tool in that new platform, then what you need to do is you need to test it for data accuracy. So you need to test and you need to make sure that the new report on the new platform is identical or gives you the right information. And you can compare it to the current live report that's in Excel in order to make sure that it's 100% accurate. Once you've tested the accuracy, then you can roll out the new report and you can use it almost in parallel to the existing report that you have. And this parallel process can take a week, can take two weeks, it just depends. But the important thing is, is that this parallel testing gives you and gives your teammates and gives those within your company confidence about the efficacy of the report so that they can rely on the new report to make decisions. And so after this parallel testing, then you can start to roll out the report to, to managers, to, to directors, to executives, to leaders in your company that would use a report on a regular basis. And, and once it's rolled out, then they're the ones who can test it and they're the ones that can see, hey, this is working well. We would like to add these, these specific measures or we would like to add these kinds of graphs or, or et cetera. And so once you roll it out, there will always be a chance for you to improve it. But it's important to roll it out with 100% data accuracy or as close to accurate as you can because that allows them to have confidence in the data and then from that confidence, they can then request further changes or further improvements to their report. And after, since they're asking for improvements, what it means is that you've taken a leap from the current existing report that is most likely in Excel to something that's elevated and something that's drastically improved from your previous report. And it's something that can be, be used and shared uh, by those in your company who make the key decisions. And when you can do that and you can prove that one report works, then it's easier to replicate this process for multiple reports. And as you build more and more reports on this new platform, then you have a robust platform where one manager or director or executive can go to one place and see their five reports that are relevant to them on a daily basis. And so they can literally walk into the office or their desk, drink their coffee or tea, and be able to look through reports that they don't have to wait on somebody else to deliver. They can look at them and say, hey, what about this metric? What's going on here today? And, and actually analyze how their company is doing and make decisions on a regular and or real-time basis. All that to say is that when you're setting up a data platform, it's important to set up the right reporting system. And once you set up the right reporting system, then you and your organization can grow in a way that you wouldn't have expected. 
If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. Thanks and we shall talk to you next time.